What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Our chakras are realigned, or I, mine, mine kind of are. I'm glad you didn't point at me, because I'm just not ready. You know, you have several things that are bothering me right now. What's that? Well, we've got this fly, but we There's can't. like eight flies up here. Right, and I don't know why. I, and, and they just it's came just, over to it's us. It's the season. Oh, that's right. We got a lot of it, it's rain. Lots of rain. Every Saturday morning when I open up Blackbridge, I have to. I have my water bottle or my sanitizer bottle filled, and I, I have it turned. It's a squirt bottle, you know, turned all the way to stream. Mm-hmm. And I just have a paper towel, and I go around and just boom. I have like great fucking aim mm-hmm. from like six, seven feet away. Boom, just blast them, mm-hmm. wipe them onto the floor. Have you seen these uh, guns? These salt the salt guns? guns. Yeah. Have you ever used? I, I yeah, never had. Yeah, they're they pretty work? cool. Yeah, and they fucking sting when you shoot people with them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, last week, Richard Branson. Got higher than any man ever, even Snoop Dogg. Higher than Snoop Dogg. No, people have been higher than that. Okay, not privately. Okay, in his own plane. Got to think about this, because there were a couple. Didn't didn't the Russians take up some wealthy dude in one of their yeah, but that, capsules and the capsule yeah, like twenty years ago. Yeah, no, uh, I I mean like a privately funded funded. Right, because he was the that was the big thing, right? These fucking billionaires and their goddamn spaceships. Yeah, they're they're not satisfied with uh, 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 you know hundreds of thousands of people suffering and building Dubai on the backs of slaves and whatnot. Uh, right, that they are like, you know what? We're so much higher up than you figuratively. We're gonna do it actually, and then go to space. Right, but you know, I like Richard Branson because I like his. I, I just I I I dig what he does. And I think, from what I understand, I haven't read, I haven't dug, I haven't done the whole confirmation bias. By the way, people say, "Well, I don't do that." When you start googling anything, it's it's automatically it, confirmation it, bias. Humans have to do something extra to not have confirmation bias. Right. You, you have say, to physically. Well, I didn't Google that. Yeah, but it's gonna. You're looking for something. It's going to show you, you the something. Exactly. You're looking for it. It's going to show you the something. Exactly. Right. Whatever if that you're, is. Whatever you're looking for, it's going to show you. You have to be objective and be able to dig through the the gobbledygook. Right. So. Uh, uh, yeah, Branson and Virgin Galactic went up. Uh, what is the VSS? What was the spaceship called? Oh, uh, well the the the, mo- the, the mothership. No. <laughs> the mothership was his mother's name. God damn it! Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I can't it's it's. I don't think it's like Emily. Spoken or, like a true virgin. It's not Gertrude or something like that. It's <laughs> Mabel, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Anyway, so the mother—I can't remember—he named after his mother because he was really—he wrote this letter. That was kind of a cool thing when when they when they were doing the actual event with his launch and all that kind of stuff. They added a, a big promo about it, and it had him writing, or he like read these letters that he wrote to his his kids and his mother and what how what she meant to him right. growing up, and because it was he really credits his mother a lot to, to support what he was doing and where he is today. And all that stuff. So that's really appropriate. That's really, really appropriate that he named the the mother ship that took them up there after his mom. That's fucking cool. I, yeah, I do think that's great. I know you're a multi-billionaire and you can do these snotty things, and that, but that, that's that's really a I cool. I feel like that's a genuine thing. And I've yeah. never met Richard Branson. I've never right. met him in person or never even been probably within a mile of the guy. Mm-hmm. But I can tell he's a different breed of billionaire. Yes, he is languishes in luxury, but he's also adventuresome. Right, and I, and he's seventy one. I didn't know he was that old. Yeah, from what I understand, also he, from what I understand, again to, back to what I was saying, and I didn't confirmation bias this 
and try to look it up. Um, I, I think he treats his employees pretty well. Very much so, I yeah. Think. Like, he doesn't, he's not one of those guys, you know. Well, and all of his companies are, uh, they're, like, they're just kind of known for a little bit higher quality. That's one of the reasons why Virgin Airlines didn't take off in the States, because it was too expensive for people. Right. And, and that sucks. It's unfortunate. I, I knew a few people, I've known a few people over the years that have flown on Virgin and are like, holy shit. Their reaction to flying on Virgin Airlines is my reaction to flying on Hawaiian Airlines. That's right. like all those years of commuter for, or commuter flights and cross-country flights are just fucking atrocious I've had conditions. This- and then you fly on something, you're like, I didn't know they had full-size shitters in economy class. Like, I, that's crazy. I, I had this discussion with my father numerous times because he was, of course, an airline pilot. And I said, I don't get it. I said, it's getting shittier and shittier in, in economy. And um, it wouldn't be – you just do the math. If you actually do the math, which probably what Branson did, and say, okay, we're going to remove one seat or whatever. They were, you know, remove a few rows and a couple of widths or whatever. And that means if you're going to do the math and make the same amount of money on the, on the run, you have to charge everybody 50 more bucks or something like right. or whatever it is. I can't remember what it was. I kind of did the math one day cause I had nothing better to do. So I figured out how many seats and doing this and doing that. And my father kept telling me, he goes, no one, no one does this long term. He goes, people want cheap seats. That's all they care about. Yeah. They're going to be in the, in their, in their thing for two hours or four hours. And if they're, they're always going to, the majority of people are going to go for, the cheaper flight, they're not going to go for a little bit more comfort, you know, for fifty more dollars in the long run. And maybe he's right. Maybe that's why Virgin, because they were a little bit more money. I think it, at least here. Ooh, that's a little too loud. Sorry, guys, messing with the. I mix mean, they here. weren't like twice as much they, or something. No, were they? they weren't that much more, but they were enough to where they weren't quite competitive. Yeah, at least as when people are looking for cheap. So Which, Richard when, assumed that people would want a little bit, a yes. little bit more comfort for a little bit more money, and it just didn't didn't happen and i think and virgin came along in at least in north america virgin airlines came along uh at a time when uh ticket prices were starting to skyrocket they were really just taking off like late 2000s early like maybe 2011 shit because i i noticed this because low-wage job family uh on the other side of the country and a child that that desperately wants to see her family on the other side of the country Mm mm-hmm so it was up to me to buy those tickets. I did it for years, still doing it, mm-hmm. and just watching it get more and more and more expensive. And then all of a sudden, the bottom dropped out of it when uh, airlines like Spirit and Allegiant mm-hmm. uh, Frontier came along, which I don't mind being nickel and dime to death. You know what? I'm going to be uncomfortable on a plane anyway because I'm a big guy, right? no matter what, because I'm over five foot six mm-hmm. and more than 175 pounds. I'm going to be uncomfortable on a plane in economy class. I'm I'm okay with that. If I don't have to pay five hundred dollars for a round trip ticket to Ohio and back, and I'll pay two hundred fifty dollars, and I have to pack everything into a carry on, okay, right. I saved two hundred and fifty dollars. I wish so that, that Spirit that, Airlines were around twenty years ago right. because it would have saved me thousands of dollars. That's a larger that's a larger chunk of the market, obviously. Absolutely, because you're grabbing a bigger yeah. a bigger group of people that will now fly. Possibly, you yes. know, so that's what it is. So, so anyway, back to Virgin Galactic. Right. It's a big thing because I've been following those guys since the beginning As because I'm a giant nerd and you're, uh, you know, a composites nerd. And uh, that is the term nerd derogatory, though, also. People I don't are, think so. There, there was a good friend of mine who was kind of an engineer type because I don't like this term because it should be something else. Because well, nerd okay, so seems like it's there used to be. I can't remember the definition. There are clear definitions to them if you look it up, but a geek is someone who just craves knowledge about uh, typically a specific uh, specific thing, right? Like you would be an aviation geek because anything to do with aviation 
if it flies in the air, you're interested in it to a certain degree. Uh, not all. Yeah, well, yeah. you're going to, well, okay, if it flies in the air, you're like, huh, what's that? And then you find out whatever you want about that one aircraft. Right. And you're like, well, that's not that interesting. But you still wanted the knowledge about it. Sure. You don't just go, I don't give a shit about that. I like, I like Cirruses and that's it. And you know, you're not, not like that. I'm, no. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, that's a geek is somebody who just craves and, knowledge. And a, lot of, of, a lot of people just fly t- as a tool. Literally, there are people that are business people that flying really isn't a pa- It's cool t- to them. You know, I fly. But it's not really. They, they use it in it's their a means business. To an, it's a means yeah. to an end. They have yeah. it at their, their hangar at the airport. They never, never go out there and wax it on a Saturday or whatever. They, 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 don't, they don't wash it up and post pictures of Lima Juliet on, right, on social right. media they like just, you do. They, they fly to their business yeah. meetings, they come back, and that's it, and they pay someone to fill it up, and they that's it. Yeah, it, it's literally just a f- very like fast a car. car. Yeah. That's all it is to them. Yeah. So and there, there's that group. So you're saying I'm... A, it's, what's in between a geek and a nerd? Uh, I think the nerd is... is, is uh, personally, I'm going to throw this out there. Is I think a, a, the difference between a geek and a nerd is you and I are geeks because we, ca- we are socially adept a nerd is a geek who is not very good at talking to other people unless they're other they're in their same realm which nowadays you could probably say that those folks are on the spectrum (laughs) i hate okay so nerds are on the spectrum geeks aren't necessarily on spectrum i don't i don't mean that in a derogatory way i just mean that certain people have a certain brain that works a certain way yes and and you know it's funny you mentioned that because i I have described that thing. You and I talk about that, and you teach me about that two different different things. But it's like some people you can describe them, and they're very, very good, solid people, knowledgeable, get along pretty well. But but you can tell they're probably a, a tiny bit on the spectrum just because of nothing bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a, a certain nuance or a certain way they might do something or research something, and it's gonna you never really know us, and most people wouldn't even care. You know, but if you're aware of these things, you can go, and not that it would change your mind about them, but you can just make the observation that eh, they're probably a little bit on the spectrum out there. But yeah. that also could make them very focused Some, on what they're freaking do. Yes, absolutely. And you need those, really, you need those people. I mean, you don't really have to say nerd. You can just say engineer. Like, what's the guy? <laughs> there you go for a, for a lot of them. Yes, you're, you're correct. Yeah, okay. So if, uh, let's let's go back to the SATs for a second. Oh, God, so I hated those. Engineer, I love these. Uh, engineer, engineer is, or excuse me, this is going to be offensive. Uh, (laughs) big boned is to fat what engineer is to nerd. (laughs) I was going to go racist on that one with something to do with the N word. Fat what engineering is to nerd. Yeah, okay. big bone is like a nice way of saying fat. <laughs> and 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 engineers a nice way of saying nerd. So okay, so I'm trying to think I'm of piss all, off so many nerds and engineers. All the nerds the, are like, I'm not an engineer. God damn Yeah, you are. You tinker. All you the do. all the engineers that I the actual engineers, let's say the just for definition purposes, the ones that actually have an engineering degree, you'll Oops. Oops. Sorry. You drop your gun. <laughs> like in the movie The Departed. <laughs> That's the second, I love that that's scene. the second time that's happened on this show, and you've made that exact <laughs> I same know. comment. I love it. So that was great... my as uh, Dan Robbins said. Uh, he sent me a video. Uh, he sent me a video of a guy who's like, "Oh, your 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 friend who has a hydro flask," and it's like it's one of these. It's a hydro flask, right. and it's just a guy walked around. I was like, "Hey, man, I'm going go hiking," and then he like walks out the door and it goes like, "Bong!" <laughs> like a bell. Yeah, and it like. Yeah. 
There you go. And he just keeps, oh, oh, sorry, man, I'm just going to take out the trash. Bong. Like it, 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 Wherever he goes, he's taking his hydroflask. it's fucking true, because it, it, it is, it sounds like one of those, like, a Tibetan singing bowl, you know? Oh, no, not you got like to not hold it. There you go. Wow. That's so, how we center our chakras on this show. So obviously, I'll so, set it on the table now that I don't kick it over. So obviously, if you uh, put different levels of water, we have different newts. And even newts. We could uh, play some... play um, when it's completely full to the top where there's no sloshing action. Won't there's no there's zero cavitation. Right. Right. It's not going to make a noise it, like that. It re- no, it resonates even louder. Oh, I'm sorry. I was because the opposite. It, uh, okay. cavi- oh, this is, fluid dynamics is something I know a little bit about. Sure. So when you have cavitation, meaning you have the ability to have air and water or air and a liquid mixing together, mm-hmm. not only is your pump inefficient and you don't want that. Right, right. So you get cavitation in any sort of liquid. You know this be like li- on a hydrofoil. It could be a propeller that's underwater. You know, it. it, uh, it you it's, don't. Yeah. Right. If it's not slippery enough. Right, and it's and, not uh, and not too slippery. Right, and, and it's not cutting. It's cutting too much water. Then it acts. Yes. It's low pressure, and the and the air kind of it boils. Kind of, it's not boiling because it's not hot. It's low pressure, and it, you, you get air. You get low pressure. So yeah. so this, if you uh, if you don't have uh, sound waves dissipate in water the more uh, free that water is, if that makes sense. If the water is contained to where it can't move because, you know, we can't compress water, mm-hmm. right? Just can't. If you compress it to zero, which is the, that's your limit, right? So mm-hmm. you can't, on the surface of it, imagine a box with water in it and you fill it all the way to the top. You put a, you, it's sealed on, you know, f- five of six sides and then you seal the sixth side to where there's no air in there and the water can't slosh around, it can't mm-hmm. move and you hit it at a res- resonant frequency, it'll make your fucking ears bleed. That's how whales and dolphins you know other ce- uh, uh not cephalopods uh cetaceans that's how they communicate and that's why you hear about oh sound can travel you know thousands of miles underwater that's how that happens okay right so you have denser water on the bottom they'll what they need to communicate they know this shit they mm-hmm. want to communicate uh long distances to another pod of, of whales they go down lower where you have denser it's mm-hmm. de- the water de- the salt density you know so you have that it's also colder and because you have different layers of water uh in the ocean different layers of density mm-hmm. right uh you have a cap on top so that hits a resonant frequency and it'll just fucking travel around the world nice pretty fucking incredible yeah so i've done that with this before and banged it on something, and it was damn near deafening. Like, I just hit it perfectly. It was really, really full. Because it was incredibly full. There was no sloshing action. It just went, bong, and, like, it vibrated my hands. I was like, oh. It was like the... So, basically, you caused a pod of whales to fucking beach themselves by doing that. I did. I did. I actually did that on on purpose. Is it a pod of whales like a dolphin? It's a pod. 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 Uh, Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a squadron of whales. (laughs) It's a a bother of whales. (laughs) I, a murder, I th- murder of whales. Murder, that's gross. Oh. Uh, it's a murder of Dahmers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. We got, uh, why? Why did we do that? What were we talking we're about? We're talking about Bezos and not Bezos not, yet. We haven't. No, Bozos. Wait, that he's supposed to be guy. going pretty soon, though. July 20th. That's, uh, yeah. Which is, uh. Which, okay, which so is, uh, you folks are, yeah, that's oh, five, five days. days. This, once you guys it. hear this, Bezos will have probably blown up somehow. He might, look, the the platform that, that, uh, that uh, Branton used was really tested for a while, stable. The fuel is a really stable fuel system. You know, that yeah. was a lot of knowns. Bert Rutan designed the, the, the mothership and all that stuff. There was a lot of brainiacs went into that. Bezos is a little bit newer stuff. Well, here's the thing, though. New Origins, which is, you know, that's Bezos, uh, Mr. Amazon himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Blue Origins predates uh, SpaceX and yeah, it does. Uh, I didn't yeah. know that until recently. It's 2001, right. I think it was founded, or 2000 it was founded. And but it's only been in the past, say, five years that it's really kicked off. And I think you're right. I don't think there was maybe I've that first time that he sent up the uh, there was a New Origins. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the sent blue, that blue Blue, blue Origin. Origin. Yeah, uh, when, the first time it went up, and I watched them land that rocket. And they're, you know, patting each other on the back. And I'm like, that didn't even, like, but, but, God damn it. As someone who's like, clearly we're, we worship at the altar of Mr. Musk. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, and I, at that point when that, that was probably two years ago when he sent that, you know, the, sent the craft up and went up and came back. That was, that wasn't nearly one. It wasn't very high compared to what, uh, what Musk, it, Musk did even from the very beginning with the, with SpaceX. Right. So when they sent it up and they landed, they started sucking each other's dicks about it. I was like, yeah, I remember seeing guys- they, they had like a drone or something up there too, and it kind of went up. It wasn't the drone wasn't very high. It was up. It, it yeah. Saw it take off and it kind of was even with it. And then it kind of went back down and went. They're like, oh, oh yeah, right. man, that's crazy. He's just like Elon Musk. I'm like that motherfucker went like 20 kilometers up in the air. He didn't go that far. Right. The first time that they put an actual capsule on and tried to and attempted to land a SpaceX rocket, the first time they sent it up, they sent it up to a hundred miles. Right, double. It was double. You know right. the pat like the about double the carbon. And again, line. it's a different tech. They're using different propulsion system and that kind of stuff. Yeah, the, completely the, different. The Bezos system has, without me really knowing all this, but I believe it's true, as a higher chance of blowing up than like a SpaceX rocket. SpaceX right, because of the way it's how the propulsion system is anyway that's also what the branson thing was so of all the three of the three systems and the three billionaires doing this by the way must never he just wants to go to mars eventually he never really he never wanted said he was going to be the first guy to go up there and do all this shit you know that never I, really, I think it would be funny if he just was like uh like i'm already up here like he, he does a launch and he's he, right before <laughs> before bezos takes off he does like a live he's like oh, feed hello hello jeffrey how are you <laughs> we're well, passing over you now go can you can like, go ahead let's go i want to see he's all he's just like he does like the top gun like thumbs up and salute as he's passing bezos and goes actually to actual space <laughs> holy shit or he's already in orbit he's already he's already going around he's around. like i'll see you again in 90 minutes like, what? comes back when did you when did you go up uh, a couple weeks ago <laughs> I've given up here. I haven't I'm said just, anything to anybody. Uh, Speaking, of, have we heard from uh, us lately? Have we? Have we, we really? You haven't. He's been kind of relatively silent on it. You but can tweet he, from space, he, though. He, you can tweet from space. <laughs> hey, speaking of, real quick, I want to throw this out there. Uh, today, on this day, July fifteenth, I know you folks are listening. to This like a, a you know five days behind or whatever. Nineteen sixty. Yeah, on this date in two thousand six. Oh. Uh, Twitter went live. Oh, and and our world hasn't been the same since. And we're, don't be a dick. Are we better for it or not? So San Francisco-based podcasting company, Odeo, officially releases Twitter, T-W-I-T-T-R, uh, later changed to Twitter with the E-R. It, uh, it's short messaging service uh, for groups to the public. It was a side project from Odeo's main podcasting platform. The free app allowed users to share short status updates with groups of friends by sending one text message to a single number over the next few years as uh, Twitter became... Uh, became Twitter, the uh, simple microblogging service would explode in popularity, becoming one of the world's leading social networking programs. So, 2006, folks. If you're just now getting on Twitter, you are way behind. I got on it fairly early, and I was a little bit active way, but then I I, I became unactive for quite a while. I still am, and I need to to change in my account. I need to just start over. My Twitter account just hit 12 years, like maybe a month ago. Mm Mm-hmm. 
but I've never been super active on it. Like I'll throw shit out there every once in a while. I obviously use it to promote the podcast, but I'm more, I just more of a passive role. It's kind of like my, most of my roles in social media are passive. But, but you can really see how that platform is perfect for people like Musk or yeah. the former president. And that, you know, it's actually, it's, uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say you're, you're correct. And uh, back to what we were talking about, Musk hasn't been that quiet. He actually came to, uh, uh, Richard Branson's defense when people were shitting on him about um, oh he did good for him. about about well it's, he didn't really go to space yeah let's stop shitting on people that are that are using their own money to to go to space like right. can we just stop doing that did you hear the picture that uh, was it Branson or was it uh, was it uh, Musk that twittered it was like three a.m. and he was barefoot in Branson's room remember he showed up at uh, did you know that did you know that that do you know that Elon Musk showed up at the launch site where Branson did his thing. No, you didn't see. You missed this. No, I didn't hear about this. This is like last, like yes, really. So it's fun. You look up the picture. It, it's uh, I'm, I'm looking up something else at the moment. But go okay. ahead. He he showed up at like three in the morning, and there's a picture that I can't remember if it's Branson or Musk tweeted, and it shows them standing side by side in in Branson's room, and and <laughs> Elon is barefoot. He's in long pants and barefoot. I think that's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I can't. I guess but I just, also I assumed doesn't everybody, fucking surprise me, right? So he was like, and Branson kept beginning excuses like Elon was already up. I guess our time zones are different or something. He was. I'm thinking, well, wait, Richard, how long have you been in New Mexico? For that, you had to be there for a few days at least, you know, for before the launch. His so he he replied to somebody asking about it. That was Richard's rental house, which overall is great. But I agree regarding the cabinets. Somebody shit on the cabinets in there. It, it Jesus was this, Christ. This was 3 a.m., day of flight. Wasn't expecting the brutal pic of me to be posted, but oh well. What, who said that? Oh, Musk? Yeah. Okay. So who who posted? Was it a Branson post? I, I, I think it was. I, I don't know. I think... Uh, ah, here it is. This is two days ago. Those who attack space maybe don't realize that space represents hope for so many people. Nice. That was a fucking perfect tweet because people were shitting on like, ah, oh, you didn't really go and, to space. And then he leaned back and, and fired one up. Yeah, just and he like, just like leaned <laughs> back and fired up a doobie and then <laughs> fucking watched the stock prices plummet. Because <laughs> he's Elon how, Musk and he ain't he don't got time for shoes. How fast can we make this plummet? And he lights it with a with a on fire hundred dollar like bill. a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> so he lights that with a hundred dollar bill and then like he goes, ah, I think my next business is gonna be sex trafficking. It's all and it just plummets. <laughs> I was kidding. I'm, I'm I was just kidding. Um, did you see the photograph with his bare feet? No, no, you, no. Just I before did, we move I, on, I, you I, have to I, find I, the. You no, know, before you move on, we just, have to do this before you can move. Correct. On. Thank you. I understand that. I can't move on unless I know that you have seen this picture. Yes. I, I you know what's going to be in my search history forever? Elon Musk bare feet. Good. It's no, perfect. that's not good. I'm not into feet. Like, I'm definitely not into dudes' feet. No, I, I'm not dudes into dudes' feet. feet. Dude, dude's feet, dude feet, little feet. Little it's feet. not little feet. I like little feet. All right, and it's, it's not even spelled like feet. It's spelled like feet because that's you get it. It's playing. Get it. No, I get it. Okay, oh, I get it. Joe is finally for the first time. He's gonna look. At, you're gonna laugh because it's goddamn funny. They both look like a disheveled, and and Elon doesn't have any shoes on. It's just it's like a. <laughs> These guys look stressed and just drunker than hell. Well, it's like three a.m. Elon just probably showed it's, up in his a, private plane and then woke Brand. Hey, Richard. Boom, 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 boom. And he's wearing a five decades of Apollo t-shirt. <laughs> I love it. 
Elon Musk and Richard Branson are the two coolest motherfuckers that used to be the nerdiest motherfuckers. So now everybody's crapping because they're billionaires. They're not feeding the hungry. I get, I get it. I yeah, get but everybody's, you know, I understand. Musk has a, he has a great point. It's like, you can, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you just keep, if, I, I agree with having so much money that you just throw it to, you know, throw it to charities and things like that. But I see I pushing, think Richard pushing Branson research. does donate a shitload of money. So does like, Musk. Right. Yeah. And but like uh, but there's also they also have other goals in their life that they want to accomplish. And one of the things is getting to space, which and I think Musk, we all know why, because it was 157 degrees here for a week. And Musk, like, I'm out of this. I get I'm it out of here. Yeah, it's like uh, the, you guys can't get your shit straight. Every so often I get this uh, a meme either sent to me or I get tagged in on social media. And it's a uh, it's uh it's like this like a landscape of like cornfields and the sun rising and there's like an astronaut walking through these cornfields and it was like you know 62 astronauts 62 NASA astronauts are from Ohio what is it about Ohio that makes people want to get off the fucking planet <laughs> and now I'm just like I feel like there are more astronauts from Arizona because it is so fucking hot here that I want to get off the planet so what- and it all it never rains we've been getting these great monsoon storms but they're not at three in the afternoon when you want it to cool down it's in the middle of the night when nobody gets to fucking enjoy right. it we've had a couple of monster motherfuckers in the middle of the it night it was cool I don't want to yeah. talk about weather because that's fucking that that's we, me we, we like big talk yeah. yeah we like big talk so but but it is the- but but, uh, but what I was talking with Ashley my uh, admin and tech person here and I said what what if these guys like Musk and Branson and even Bezos they let him in the club for a little while <laughs> what, what, what if they're like what if they really know what's going on? Like NASA has been warning about, you know, global warming, whether it's, you know, caused from this or that. It's happening at a rapid pace. What if they really know? And they've also said this, too. They said we've reached the tipping point. In other words, we can't go back on the carbon dioxide. Right. You know, it's it's not going to we're going to have this collapse of the poles are going to all, you know, what if they really know this? In other words, they're not there's no political ban- on their own. They're sitting around at a table like this with about eight fucking smart fuckers, and they'll go, yeah, our data shows there is no turning back. We are a lost fucking, you know, species. You know, we're not going to survive, and we have probably 43 years. Right. Oh, yeah, I got 42 and a half. Okay, smartass, whatever, you know, and they're going, but they know this. What if that's one of the reasons that they're really, what if Musk knows the planet is doomed? I think he has a hunch. Yeah. I think most people kind of understand that. I don't know about. I'm not saying it's doomed. I'm just saying, what if? The, what if no, that's no, no. what's going on? So let's go back to let's 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 go back to that. The planet, oh, is going to be fine. just fine. Yes, like that's something. You know who told me that the first time I was talking about it? That fucking no. planet's doomed and fucking Earth is this. Da da da. It was uh, Jeremiah Green. Right. He goes. He's he put his he literally put his hand on my chest. He's like, no no no. The planet is going to be just fine. It yep. always has been. Yeah. The, the Earth is going to be just fine. It's humans that aren't going to survive. And I'm like. That's fucking dark, but accurate. And he's right. This is like the, it, we the, won't survive forever. It's we, like the, the planet is experiencing an upper decker in the form of human beings, and, and the planet's gonna take the big flush. Stop trying to make upper deck happen. It's not going to happen. We're not gonna call this the upper deck. <laughs> We're not gonna do it. Sorry, we're not gonna just put a big thing up no, there. No, you better not. I'm not. Please do don't that. do that. I'm just I saying. Can't, I can't handle that. But that's a good comparison, though. It's like the planet goes. But you're, yeah, you're correct. There's a big upper deck that they didn't do, but they're gonna. The mother nature has the handle, <laughs> and she's getting ready to pull she's right now. She's ready to, to <laughs> just, handle what fucking. Oh, the toilet handle? Yes. I thought you were handle? thinking, I, when you said handle and you reached out, it was like the old-timey shitters that have the tank that's like oh, six, feet, chain, six feet like up. The chain. It's like, they're on the chain. It's like, right. daddy's old crapper. <laughs> 
God, speaking of crappers, imagine back then when you had like like uh, you would dump your poo over the side of the building into the street. Yeah, that was in England. I that wish would... we should do that. <laughs> I wish we could still do that. I would absolutely do that, but I would do it in protest. Isn't it true that people got stuff dumped on them? That ha- absolutely that happened. You're walking at yes. midnight or two in the morning. You're staggering back from the pub at. And then someone dumps their chamber pot that's on that, your head. You know, that's where the uh, the uh, apartment theory, apartment price theory comes from, right? Or tenement theory. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's like the, the reason why basement par- uh, basement and ground floor apartments way back when used to be where you didn't, you those were the cheap ones. Because they were stunk. And- because you walked right out into piles of shit the people that can afford to live up higher dumped out into the street. But can you imagine every mm-hmm. morning you would get, you would go down and you would walk in the street to wherever the hell you were going and you just stunk. I don't yes. think wait here okay. I don't think people thought about that. No. I, I don't think people in Western cultures thought about that because keeping in mind when we talk about like the dark ages, mm-hmm. it wasn't like that everywhere on earth. That was Europe. That's true. Some people had a little more class. Uh, uh mo- most of the rest of the world had not class, they just had more not to put too fine a point on it, but they didn't have a, uh, the oppressive Catholic Church pushing down knowledge and keeping people illiterate and controlling them. Well, that could have been the reason. So, you so had, the Catholic Church uh, is the reason why we have uh, shit in the streets. You, you can make the connection. You had to. You absolutely can make the connection. Yeah. Like Just, that show it, Connections. I mean, that, yes, <laughs> yes. It's the there's, same thing. There's that. I mean, there's a solid truth to that because like, when we think about modern plumbing, the, the ancient Greeks had a system of modern oh, plumbing. Yeah. And the Romans kind of uh, copied their shit. Not they, to get kinda... to Joe Brogan on things, but Gobekli Tepe in uh, in Turkey, mm-hmm. 12,000 years old. They have, they found, that there's there's been, uh, archaeologists have found evidence of freshwater, not pipes, but sit, sit, Ch- gravity, channels, and, channels stuff. and whatnot that right. go in and out of the houses, or right. into the houses, and then they have, um, they have the, the, the gray water, or dirty water, that mm-hmm. has like, that they, you know, twelve thousand year old residue of uh, human waste mm-hmm. in the, these troughs that led out, and then when it like led out to like a river or it's a river or stream, but went into a pipe that was came up, you know, 10, 15 feet out into this river, or lake, or whatever. Which we still use that system now. That kind of hear, sorta, did, did, yeah. Well, not kind of. We do yeah. the exact same type of system. That did you hear about the sewage treatment plant in L.A. That uh, they have treated, you know, it's a treatment plant, so they take the the, the, the liquid portion, mm-hmm. treat it, make sure that it's sterile, and then it, they have a pipeline that goes out about five miles to sea in about 400 feet of water and then just releases that treated water. Okay. It doesn't, it's just, it it's has, not sewage, it has, well, it's treated. It's not sewage, it's treated, it's not yeah. going to make anybody sick, and, it, and, and you know, it's all biomass, so like the, you know, it can be eaten by algae and animals and whatnot, but... They released, I think, it was 17 million gallons of untreated sewage. They had a Oops. pressure problem, yeah, and it was only released a mile offshore, and it was and it was in like a hundred <laughs> feet of water. So, also, just because I'm a surf nerd when it comes to this shit, um, the Rip Curl Pro, which is 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 done in what's called Trestles, which is San Onofre, like south of uh, Orange County. Mm-hmm. So, the Rip Curl Pro is one of the biggest uh, surf competitions on Earth, and it's supposed to be going on right now. And those beaches are all closed. Nice. Because of raw sewage and people getting E. coli, fecal coliform, and anyway, we're smart. So, smart human so beings. anyway, uh, we got all figured out. You you look at that and you go tw- back twelve thousand years, and those people were shitting in essentially toilets and had the same, essentially the same type of plumbing that we have now. Right. Just a little, like a little bit more 
you know, it was carved out of stone instead of instead you know, of whatever. like a PVC pipe or something. instead of a PVC pipe. It was it's just not really that much of advancement. Right. It's just so it's, then you have the Dark Ages where people were like, I don't remember what those Romans were doing, but we're going to do it how we do it and just dump buckets buckets <laughs> of shit in the street in cities. <laughs> Or they, you know, they, they. Uh, I'm sure it was done on purpose too. There are probably certain people that waited for their enemy coming out of the bar yeah. and going, "I'm going to dump my pile of shit on." Where that do you guy. think the term "getting shat upon" or "getting shit on" comes from? Right, I guarantee you, you, that's what that's. If yeah. you look at the etymology of that phrase, like, "Ah, oh, man, you fucking, why are you always shitting on me?" That it wasn't like German scat porn or anything like that. It was just uh, God, it always was... with you in the German porn. You're so <laughs> with the just... vagina toothbrush thing. Like, I didn't make her do that. Nine. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm not trying to hashtag me to you. I just think it's funny that you bring it up about every three or four times a year, yeah. and it's hilarious to me. It, is, it was a fair, it was a funny. I changed my. I was 17 years old. You're 17 years old, and you watched a you watched a, a a an exotic dancer. She wasn't that exotic. She was older, also. She, who cares? She was experienced. Buddy. Okay, fine. Here's what she would have done. If you would have hit her up and been like, "Hey, I'm a virgin. I, I'm, I'm 17," and she's like, "This, come back here with me." And then she would have taught you the ways of women. Did I explain to you how they got around the legal way of prostitution at like places like that? Did I tell you how that worked at that? Was it like place? a two hundred dollar bottle of beer or yeah, something like something, that? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. They, they'll sit down. They'll try to get you to oh, you can buy this. You know, let's you know, and they get you to buy something. Then they'll take you back, and you get to have, you get to do stuff, do your thing, or whatever you're doing, and that's how they get around. And that's now, it. and now it's legal. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like I I like the way those countries deal with sex workers. Because it's not, it's not demonized. They're protected. You know, they pay taxes, and there's their the medical card get checked out, and all that. Mm. What's Ill- prostitution is not illegal. Sex work is not illegal. Being a pimp, ha- having having a pimp, that's illegal. Which is good. That's I think that's really good, and that prevents a lot of problems. Oh yeah, it's like we're humans. All humans want to have sex. I understand there's people out there that are asexual. They're not even a, like they're not even a tenth of a percent of the human population. For the most part, all humans want to have sex at some point in their life, mm-hmm. and at some point in their life, most humans have money. Why can't you exchange those services? Right. I don't. It's, I'm not, it, I don't. Have a problem I, like, with it I don't. I don't either. I have no problem with it. Um, but anyway, let's go back up a little bit to to to, to Branson, Branson in <laughs> space because because I want to read because I got a reply back. So, so oh, so okay. what happened was so the, the, so now that Branson getting shit for a bunch of reasons because apparently his cabinets are shitty in his guest house. in his guest house, which is hilarious. <laughs> People are going. Do we can we not care it's, about it's, what kind of it's cabinets? in New Mexico? So it's probably like. Late '90s, early 2000s, uh, Santa Fe style. So there's, there's probably what were people like, actually saying like, "Oh, a billionaire has these shitty cabinets," or what the fuck? Are they I didn't. Talking about? I didn't read into it. I don't care that much on I Twitter. I don't care. It'll either. it'll bother me. Right. So but I like that Musk replied to it. So now he's getting a hard time too about the fact that there's de- different definitions of space, and it's still kind of a weird area. So the FAI, uh, so Federal f- Aviation Federation Internationale Aeronautique Internationale, which is French. You can guess the French is where the French is the French. <laughs> frogs the frog the, the frogs it's a froggy wow. way of saying we're it, we make we make the rules in aviation right. to a certain the degree. reason was because they were heavily they 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 fell in love with aviation early on even though they weren't they were pioneers too but they were really into it they were they took contr- controlled flight that the wright brothers kind of pioneered and then ran with it right and and, and 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 that's why they're called ailerons right. you know and fuselage like empennage like all these term aviation terms, they're French, French like they're words. all French words. Yeah. Uh, 
so FAI is the governing body that certifies, uh, I mean, all sorts of stuff, uh, speed records. World, world, all kinds of world records. They establish rules for competitions in aviation. All, all, all kinds of shit. All around the world, not just in France. It's all so, And it's recognized all around the world. Right. And their definition of space, of space is the Carmon line, which is 100 kilometers. Which happens is, to be 100 kilometers. It's 100 kilometers. And that's where if you define, what is that exactly what happens The ne- definition of the Carmon line is when you get, uh, it's 100 kilometers above mean sea level. So when you get above that, that point, at that point, the atmosphere gets so thin that normal uh, aircraft cannot stay up. There's not enough, there's there's enough no, atmosphere there's, to u- utilize with wings and things yeah, like that. There's not that. enough lift. The air is too thin. The yeah. atmosphere is too thin. So you, it, it, that's when you go from being an airplane to a rocket. Basically. So they define, define that as space. And then, but then we look, you look up so further. Like if, so French astronauts, like it, basically around the world, except for the United States, right? They recognize that as anybody ab- ab- that goes above 100 kilometers get is considered an astronaut. But then you looked it up also and said, well, there's another further on out definition. Is now you got to get to where the but that's, solar winds. That's what are they call outer space. That's, outer space. That's okay. outer space. That's and once you get out and you get past uh, the like, or getting into like the Van Allen belt, like which you know the the, it's the, mag, it's magnetized particles, right. charged particles out in space that prevent the solar winds from annihilating our atmosphere. Which probably it, it has to do with the uh, what do you want to call it the, 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 the northern, magnetic, northern, magnetic poles. Northern lights are that, displayed the, the northern lights shit. when the Van Allen or not Van Allen um, the, Van Halen the Van Halen belt. Yes, the Van Halen belt. <laughs> Oh God! Jamie's crying. All right, can we do we get that out of our system now? <laughs> the God. Van Halen belt. Oh, Eddie that, Van Halen's ghost. That was sound. That that should have been in. Uh, what's the movie with the cute blonde chick that was uh, uh, the the Hadians? Alicia Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone. That that should have been the Van Halen belt. That should have been in the what is science? It's like. Did we not discover the Van Halen belt in the 1940s? Like, I could just hear her talk about the Hadians. Anyway. Did, real quick, though, speaking of Hadians, did you hear that the fucking president of Haiti got, he got assassinated, yes. right? Oh, yeah. I got, ha, ha, ha. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Funny. It's that's, not funny. That's not funny. What's okay. funny is, is the way it's playing out. It sounds like a Steven Seagal film without Steven Seagal in it. Yes, like it, it I read a little it, bit about Steven it. If Steven Seagal yeah. would have been in there, he would have stopped all that shit from happening. Because it's like Under Siege 3, the Columbia connection. Because it's a bunch of former mercenaries from Columbia yeah. that went in and fucking assassinated this guy. And now they can't find any of these well, guys. Well, now they're finding there was a doctor, they say, that financed it. Yeah. And they said, how can a doctor finance an assassination? I'm going, it doesn't cost that much money in it third world countries yeah, to kill somebody. It, it really doesn't. Like, fucking, you want... You could probably have enough change in your pocket right now to make that I, happen. I could make it happen. I have like a $100 bill, a solid $100 bill if you want to go and assassinate a leader of some... Right. I'm sure someone would do it for that much money. Like, I know I, this sounds fun. Seriously, it doesn't take that much money. I'm sure one of the cool people that listens to this podcast would be like, you know what? I'd do it for free if you have me on the podcast and I could talk about it. Like, you know what? Let's do that. Uh, anyway, let's, I, that, the Hadians thing that cracked me up. So the definition of space, it, there's two definitions of space. There's one that's kind of that is internationally recognized and that is on the record books and, and, and whatnot. And then there's NASA's and the Air Force, like their definition of space. So now that's and it's it's 62 miles up. And that's and once you know, that's uh, I'm sorry, it's 50 miles, right? 50 miles up. So it's 12 miles short versus 62 miles or 100. Right. Kilometers. And 12 miles sounds like in, in the grand scheme of things, it sounds like a small amount. But 12 miles in the atmosphere is a lot of Tw- fucking 12 miles is a pretty good percentage. So, so now these, so now they're doing it here. Right? Elon Musk and 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 uh, and uh, Branson and uh, uh, Bezos are here in the States. So if they do these events, 
in this country would be recognized as being in space if they go to that height. Exactly. And now Branson's getting a bunch of shit because, you know, it's not the real definition of space as far as a lot of the people are concerned, you know, and it's true. But but again, um, it's interesting how Musk has kind of come to his rescue a little bit. So I had to do some calculating. Yeah. Uh oh. The the difference the the it it is twelve miles sounds like a small amount. Mm-hmm. A difference between the NASA and the Air, the U.S. Air Force like their definition of space and mm-hmm. when you're an astronaut and the rest of the world mm-hmm. their definition that's sixty three thousand three hundred and sixty feet. That's a chunk. That is t- yeah. double like pretty much twice as high as airlines. Twice fly. as high as airlines fly. Yeah. So like that's. It's such it, no matter what what Branson did with Virgin Galactic it is really really cool and it's a feat of engineering and just yeah, throwing it's a, it's a, a cool shitload of money it's it, a cool thing and it's a different did bus- they go to space no it's a different business model obviously than you know Musk has always wanted to have government contracts and do satellites and go to Mars eventually and and uh, and uh, and make money that way. Branson never really, and he probably knew this early on too. He knew how many tickets would they have to sell. Plus, he had a big setback. He had that fatality of that rocket oh, experiment. That's right. they, yeah. so that got set back a couple years. Dude, have you seen the? Uh, the it's near Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. That's where they built his this spaceport, Spaceport USA. Built it's so cool. I don't know if they started out from a regular, but they have. It's all concrete. It's it's two hundred foot wide by twelve thousand feet long of concrete for a runway. Holy shit! Do you think they sweep it? <laughs> do you think they have just better based maintenance? Off your, yeah, they have better maintenance than uh, I'm sure the, they Kingman do. Airport. Have you seen the hangar? Also, if you look at the, we're really diverting here. We keep diverting five different ways. We're coming back around to the main story here in a second. But if you have you seen the hangar and how it's configured? Yeah. Have you seen where you drive up and they kind of built this? There's all this uh, fill dirt or rocks and shit that kind of slopes up just slightly. So when you go up there, just slightly where you park and all that, now you're on the upper level. Now you walk in, and then you're looking down like yes. we are right here. Of this, but it's huge, round. It's so the doors are curved. The doors come around and open up in curved fashion. It's fucking bad. Everything about it is very stylish. Yeah. It's just like it has a nice little flair to it. It right. has it has Richard Branson's flair to it. Right. I'm sure if you uh, if you go there, if you pay the top dollar, you probably stay in a room there for a couple nights or something mm-hmm. before. I, I don't know how that part works. I have no idea. But I bought tickets. I tell you, I bought. A chance on the lottery thing for I spent 50 bucks it buys you a thousand chances you can do it for free too you can enter as many times as you like for free it takes a while longer I said Screw yeah it. I'll just I'll I'll help fund some of this I'll throw 50 dollars at this that's whole cool thing, yeah and we'll see what happens I'd be hilarious if I uh, let's podcast in space but I told you I would uh, refuse the astronaut wings if they uh, I I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't because because USA that's why right so <laughs> so that's where we are now that discussion is now and I'm about to so, oh, okay so, so we said so how we how there's we, not there's that that definition of that and we got real d- before we started recording you and I got to a point where we're talking about this because I've, I've always I'm not I'm I don't claim to be a scientist in any way shape or form but I've always been in been just in love with space since I was a little kid so, like, escape velocity essentially to go into orbit is 17,500 miles per hour. So, once you get to that velocity and you're you going can, at, a can pro- leave. at a proper yeah. angle at 100 kilometers up, which is the Karman line, if you have the right angle and that velocity of 17,500 miles an hour, you will go into orbit and then you start experiencing microgravity because you're in a constant free fall around the earth because you have gravity that's pulling you down but you're moving at a fast enough rate that you are essentially weightless but it's considered what's called microgravity richard branson went up didn't cross the Karman line 
and was like, all right, everybody, unbuckle. You can do this. And they're moving around in the little, their spacecraft and they're floating and whatnot. The reason why they're floating is because they're in a, uh, the, the upper end of the par- uh, parabola, yes. right? So, which you can do the exact same thing at 35,000 feet in the, the um, Vomit Comet. Yes. The, the the airplane that NASA used to train well, people. Well, I've done I've been there a lot lower than that. I want to take people. Yeah, up. you can. Yeah, you can do it. In a I smaller make people plane. throw up in my airplane. Too. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I could I, I could fucking make people throw up in my plane. <laughs> it's happened. But, but it's the same that same feeling you get on a roller coaster when you right. when you go uh, when you're going fast on that initial hill and then you go down and come back up and you feel weightless right. and you lift up a little bit. It's like that for two minutes. It's not microgravity. Right. It's not. So that's. I feel so that's the, why I said so, the other day it's so a little disingenuous. They shouldn't say that term. They least. shouldn't. They shouldn't use microgravity because it's wrong. And they and and this is backed up by a couple people who wrote some articles about this that, that are actual scientists. Like a guy is a the professor emeritus at Ohio State University, and he also is the chair of the Neil Armstrong like foundation at Ohio State. He's also the dean of engineering at Ohio State. And he said, did what he, what you know, Branson did this, and da, 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 it's an achievement, it's great, it's good to see private enterprise doing this, blah, 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 blah. Did he go to space? Not really. Is he experiencing microgravity? Absolutely not. Okay. And so on and so forth. Let, All right. Let the controversy begin. Okay, so I can Because I've glanced through this. Now, Paul, we have to <laughs> preface this, Paul has a buddy who was the former, was he chief scientist? He was several NASA? things. He was also the chief, you know, he was the, he was the chief aerodynamicist. That was a role right. he was. Now yeah. he was chief scientist at the, um, at the, what the Neil Armstrong. Um, yeah, it's uh, Armstrong. I don't remember what it used to be called. Research Center yeah. or yeah. whatever it is now. In, yeah. He was the chief scientist of that. So he's, he's been at NASA. He was a career NASA person. He was, yeah, chief scientist at NASA for the last, right. what, four or five years that he was at NASA before he right. retired a few years ago. Right. So he was the shit. Big, so, big dick scientist from from NASA. So I would say I mean, and that's, if, this if, is if, Al Bowers. If I were in his yeah, Al if I were in his in his city, if I drove through and said, "Hey man, I, I need a place to stay" or something like that. I would call him a friend, but he's not like a beer drinking friend. You know, okay. he probably doesn't even drink beer. I don't even, even know. But but he uh but he's he's a he's a not a close friend, but a friend. Close close enough. He also knows your pedigree. Right. So so occasionally yeah. I'll ask him questions that are kind of critical and I try to sound too dumb because I know he's got all this knowledge anyway and he's been you know, I, I just don't want to I don't want to use them very often for this, this stupid questions. Right. But, so, this, but this is a big pop culture and science and billionaire. It's a big topic right now. And if you guys feel free to Google this guy, and his name is Al Bowers. Right. He is incredible. The he, shit that he has, the shit that he's worked on, all that stuff. And it just blows my mind as like a, as a, as an old school AV, not aviation, uh, like aerospace nerd. Right. I who used to just sit and wonder and watch you know watch the uh, uh, astronauts go up and the you know the uh, space shuttle and all that shit when I was a kid, it's incredible to me that you I, we were talking about this earlier and you're like you know what I'm gonna hit up Al and ask him the fact that you can ask somebody Joe and I were arguing back and forth not really arguing there was no argument we were yes. just ad nauseum and it's like well fuck it I'm just gonna ask let's Al go Bowers. to the source so your source has come back but, to you but he's NASA. Yeah, you know, so so he's he's got that he's American he's NASA so he's yeah got absolutely that. he's gonna have that slant too but he's also a scientist yeah okay yeah, so is. what does he have to say um so we asked how did, what was the question specifically that you asked my question was I want to make it short because I don't want to bother him too much right uh, why does NASA define space as fifty miles above Earth's surface Branton is catching grief of course thoughts and that's it yeah. So this is how that's how much we applied back. So there's that. Moment. Holy shit! <laughs> so a, 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 we have a 400 uh, word dissertation. Sure. Okay. Read Al he, Bauer's he, he statements. Says, okay. 
Because <laughs> I'm sure other people. I love it. He starts talking to you. When you ask me for an explanation or I ask you for an explanation, the first thing I start off with is okay, period. Right. Which means this is going to be wordy. And I love that. Go ahead. Oh, my God. He's turning back with the X-15. <laughs> oh, he went way back to the X-15. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So I, okay. Actually, before he says anything, I know I read something about this. They wanted to include the X-15 pilots as astronauts because of the work that they did. Did su- made made such a huge impact on actual astronauts. Right, so it, t- it talks about. Does he that. talk about yes, that? Because I that. forgot. I read that uh, yesterday right. or the day before. So okay, go so on. So he said, but it, he it evolves a little bit. And it's interesting how it near the end mm-hmm. you'll go, huh? And then you'll you'll probably be on. You may go the other way now. Okay. This background is interesting. Okay. Okay, so U.S. Air Force and NASA are building the X-15 to fly 60 miles high. So U.S. Air Force sets the boundary at 50 miles. This is like 1959. Then NASA flies Shepard and Grissom above 50 miles. Astronaut wings, period. X-15 has seven test pilots and fly above 50 miles. Astronaut wings, period. Two in X-15 exceed 62 miles, period. In 1968... Uh, the French, so many French astronauts have walked on the moon. Sarcasm. That's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> there you go. That was little, a subtle little science joke. Shots fired. Yeah, that's a, that's a little punch to the French balls. Okay, <laughs> I like that. He goes, so many French astronauts have walked on the moon. He says, sarcasm. Decide to dig up an old opinion column by Carmen, parentheses, who never invented anything, close parentheses. That's what he Oh. He's really fired. Okay. He's got out the ammo right now. Yeah. Where he said we should pick a high enough number that no airplane ever could fly there. Something like 100 kilometers. It says something like. That's in capital. He says something like. Oh. So so that's why I knew that was an arbitrary number also. But he at least recognized that no airplane could fly. You know, so we, we that yeah. was Yeah, okay. No, this okay. makes perfect sense. Next paragraph. So in 1968, the French unilaterally decided it should be 100 kilometers. And nobody gave any notice for decades until now. And all of a sudden, it's a big deal. Oh, by the way, there have been three satellites that have orbited below 100 kilometers. How can you orbit if you are not in space? The French are now thinking of revising the number down to 80 kilometers. Oh. So, what is 80 kilometers in miles? Look at the photos. That space outside those windows. A window blows out. You're just as dead as if you were on Pluto. That space, and I don't care what the FAI says. (laughs) Oh, shit. Outstanding. <laughs> I'm convinced, and I'm on Team Al. Well, so you, know, you don't have to be. I no no, you know? no no no. I thought there was more science based in the Carm Online. I did not know that. I didn't know that it was just kind of. It was an. I knew it was kind of arbitrary because it's a little too round of a number. Like I right. I know enough about scientific experimentation that when you get a round number, you need to go back through your shit because some sort of estimation was done at some point. Like it's it's such a it's rare that you and it's like a. Uh, how how many bits in a uh, you know how many bits in a byte how many bytes and so on and so forth. That's why one gig is a thousand twenty four, you know megabytes. Right. Right. It's a thousand twenty four, not a thousand, because of because of uh, base ten versus base eight. So yeah, anytime you get a round number, it, I'm suspect of it. But I love the way he explained that. Uh, that's perfect, and I do agree with having a division between a pilot and an astronaut. However, there is not a difference between a pilot and an astronaut. It's just another rating. I read that. I think that was Alan Shepard well, wrote that in his book. He's like here's, the difference here's, between an astronaut and a pilot is just one extra rating. It's like a it's like a glider pilot and a power pilot, and then we have a VFR, IFR, right? You know, multi multi engine jet, multi engine jet, so on and so forth, right? So it's just like another rating. 
It's How, another skill however, set. Because are you going to be? Are you going to train to be only an astronaut and never be a pilot? Fuck no. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right, hold on. Okay, but I have a problem with handing out astronaut wings to anybody that just can't even doesn't even know how to fly anything. Okay, was Sally Ride considered an astronaut, or or was she just a scientist? I don't. What about the teacher that went up on the the Challenger? If they had okay, never blown no, up, th this is scary for discussion. I love if this discussion. Just, if you just have a couple hundred thousand dollars and you're just you inherited it, you said fuck it, I'm going to go to space and give Branson to, and you just go bloop, and then now it's that's under debate how high you go anyway. Right. And you don't do a goddamn thing to make that thing happen or do any testing or do anything it, at all. It cheapens it. It's like you're just yet yeah, you. How can you be that? How can you also be Neil Armstrong? Obviously, to me, it's exactly. It's it's kind of like how you call uh, Wilbur and Orville Wright pilots, right? right? So you okay. know, you know, I'm a I'm, I'm a pilot. I'm a licensed pilot for right. many years. But what did you? Di but you did. That's why I'm thinking. I don't know. You didn't do any sort of engineering to become a pilot or any sort of like you. You know what I mean? Like the the Wright brothers, like you know, they controlled flight and did this right. da, 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 and they're considered pilots. Awesome. You. Took some classes and did this and did, did da, 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 and then got checked off and did it. But did you design the wings? You know what I mean? Like right. that's so. There's 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 astronauts and then there's people that are astronauts with like almost like an asterisk. And I, I if you're a passenger in a in a seven sixty seven flying from here to Denver, are you a pilot? I like that. <laughs> I, this is a great discussion. I and I love. I hope. Our eighteen listeners really just <laughs> dig this. But there there is something to be said for that. It's like. Uh, it's kind of, it's very similar to, uh, you can, Arizona is one of the few states where you don't have to have a degree to get a teaching certificate. Right. You can have experience, knowledge, I was whatever. Told that because I was thinking about and, teaching at, at MCC. Yeah. Uh, composite. Well, but you have would, a bachelor's degree. How, you, how cooking would the, would the class thin down from 30 to one? You'd have like three <laughs> co-eds and, and that would be like, yeah. Look, the old guy can talk about plastics. Yeah. We like talk that. about plastics. And then she'll, it'll be like in uh, Indiana Jones. <laughs> it was at uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark when the girl blinks. <laughs> and says, I love you. And says, I love you on her eyelids. And you're going to have just some dude who's super into carbon fiber. Like, it's going to be a you. dude that's going to do it. It's going to be a dude. I hope so. <laughs> I hope it's a pretty dude, though. How can I, you know. Anyway, I, I I love the way Al put that, and please thank him for me because it let him know. Like I kind of prompted this discussion because I I like it when. But here's what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to say, "Well, we're discussing it on my podcast." He goes, "Oh yeah, let me go listen to." It. I'm going to go. No, I'm not going to even tell him that. I don't. Want I don't want. Al I hope he's like big dick energy. Al Bowers from NASA, chief scientist, <laughs> big space dick energy. <laughs> <laughs> he actually might find that funny. I don't know. Uh, maybe or maybe he'll be. He'll just block you, <laughs> unfriend you, and block you everything. Like, oh my god! But I, I thought I, you were okay. I like. I I like how he he they that. I, I like, like the, the way he put of, that. Uh, Kuiper. I like the history of that. Yeah, I like that. I think that's really cool. That's that is really really neat. I and with that, I am satisfied. We should tweet that to Elon Musk and say, by the way, if you want a little, we, we should send that to friend of mine, top level person at NASA who I respect. We we should we should do that. It's not a bad idea. And and hashtag. You have to put it down. And then if he replies back, then about a week or two later, hey, we were we happen to have a podcast. You can taxi your airplane right up and. That's how we're gonna get Elon Musk on the show. Oh God! If, if, Should we he, take that down or leave it? Fuck up? no! We leave it. No, Have him sign it. No, we bring it down. We'll leave it up there. <laughs> bring him up here. Show him around. Hey, this is where we record. Da, da, da. Go downstairs. Make some coffee. In the meantime, have somebody pull that down and have him sign it. <laughs> that's that's what I want. Oh, yeah, or or no 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 no. Have him sign the little one. There you and go. And then we yeah. sell it. 
I'm just kidding. We don't sell it. I don't want to. I wouldn't want to sell it. I mean, if it would be a lot of money, we could really. It could change our. Do you know what would be funny? Is I could see I could see Elon Musk buying it on eBay and then burning it <laughs> because fuck these <laughs> with, guys with, like, with flamethrower. It's like the worst. Yeah. With, yeah. <laughs> Oh, with man. not a flamethrower, with n- not, not a, a flame. Yeah, yeah, it can't <laughs> can't be called a flamethrower. It's so funny. <laughs> That's like the same thing. Steve told me. Steve Redman said they don't call. They, they no longer refer to the the uh, roll cage in a Jeep as a roll cage because that implies that you can that roll you can roll it and, and be I safe. I feel like it, buying a Jeep is just imply that you're going to roll it at <laughs> right. some it's, point. It's if, a roll vehicle. If you treat it as a Jeep, you're going to roll at some point. Right. So I said, well, what is it then? He says, well, it's called a sport cage. Now, well, that solved the problem. That, that doesn't <laughs> instill fear at all. Right, or something like that. Yeah. He said, also, it's not a called a firewall anymore either. Really? Oh, and I forgot what he told me. I said, you, 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 okay. he goes, there's a bunch more things too. And I went, whatever. It's super unsafe. It's like everybody's gotten soft. Like they like can't call the firewall when they installed the uh, uh, telemetry monitoring system uh, that you know that I work with, the Philips uh, monitoring system. Do you have? Uh, you used to have master mm. monitors and slave monitors. The master monitors have a keyboard and a mouse and actual computer hooked up to them. So and master you can and slave do cylinder things. for your brakes. And they don't call them master and slave cylinder anymore. Oh, they don't? They don't. It's they call so, plant, they, plantation well, that, workers? Actually, it's, plant. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> really? This is why critical race theory is a problem. God damn it. Oh, anyway. God. What do they call the brakes? What do they call it? I don't it know now? what they call it anymore. I just know that it's been phased out. Like if you go to if you go to Napa and you order like, yeah, I need a master cylinder, you get a master cylinder because it's sure, yeah. They don't but you it's not a slave cylinder, it's like a I don't remember what they call it. It's not auxiliary. I it's have like, to look this up. It's a, yeah, you'll find that receiving it, cylinder it, or something. It's something like that. The yeah. power bottom cylinder, whatever. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> uh but Anyway, when they were installing it, you had Philips, like people from the you know Philips brand, like they were uh, teaching us how to use it. And there was a couple engineers at the there hospital. You're saying at the right? hospital, yeah, yeah. so like two or three years ago, and uh, I was like, okay, so these are going to be slave to that master, and these are slave to that master. He goes, hey, we don't we don't really use the term anymore. And I'm like, really? Wait, who, who's correcting whom at this point? I was getting corrected by the oh the, you the were... engineer, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah. It's I mean. If you think about it, slave and master, like it's really the context is that 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 the that that idea came from is probably not cool. And I'm like, shit, I didn't think I, it, I understand it, why it came. It yeah, never dawned on me. Okay. Maybe it's because I have friends that are in the BDSM community <laughs> that I I'm like, <laughs> I think I was like, well, that's the dom cylinder and the sub cylinder, like I clear that and and that one goes into that one and tells that one what to do and keeps it locked in a trunk with a ziploc thing over its mouth. <laughs> that's that's just how the world works. Like that in my mind, that's that's what that was. Right. But oh well. What's the yeah? What's the uh, in the uh, in uh, in Pulp Fiction the uh, bring the, the gimp bring the out gimp, the, gimp. the gimp gimp sleeping? <laughs> Best go wake him up then. Oh god, that god. that scene was so fucking dark. That whole that whole thing. Imagine being fifteen and seeing right. it for the first. I was like, what the fuck? But one of the cool sidebar of that whole scene of, of is Bruce Willis going about. He was going to leave, then he, he was stops. going to leave, and he stops. And he, now he starts sizing up these these. He's holding him. No, that's not going to quite. What does he you grab? Know, he's, he's, he's shopping for the. He right grabs tool. like a baseball bat first, and he's like, <laughs> and then he like pantomimes like what he's going to yeah, do he with it. it. He's like, no. And then he looks up and he sees that he grabs a chainsaw. chainsaw. <laughs> So he's like kind of lunges and he's like, nah. That's one of the best scenes. <laughs> that Hands movie, down. first of all, is wonderful. But and then he, fig- yo, know, it's a big. Then he gets samurai and then he looks, sword. He, he looks, looks up there. and then you hear like like <laughs> like a Bruce Lee soundtrack just hanging out. And you're like, oh god damn it, what does he got now? And then he grabs that that katana and goes in there and just goes to town. Yeah. 
Well, here's the thing. Luckily, I'd seen Deliverance a thousand times at that point, like, <laughs> and I knew I knew what uh, rape male rape was. So, like, I'm 15 and I'm watching this. This movie's fucking awesome. It's brutal. It's yeah. like, okay, what the fuck is going on here? And then it just got more badass from but there. The, the like, cool, right. the cool, the really cool part though too is that you know they're down there in the basement or whatever, and they kind of solve their personal problem yeah their personal beef was solved yeah by, by him going yeah. back to marcellus wallace he's like, like then he, but he's still asking me kind of well, what now you know because he yeah, wants to know how what, how is this where's this going for like, us now i'm gonna tell you right now i'm gonna go to work <laughs> on the homes here with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch and he goes i meant what about what you about, and me? what about you and me there is no you and me you leave la and you be gone and you stay gone I'm exactly. like, exactly. God damn, exactly. fucking, All right. I love, I, I fucking love that movie. I know way too much dialogue of uh, Quentin Tarantino movies. It is truly one of the best. Uh, you know, in, in Can Tarantino, he, he was on, uh, it was on uh, Bill Maher, right? And he was yeah. talking about the whole one more movie thing. Yeah. You know, and that's it. And Maher was giving him a bunch of shit about it. Yeah, but uh, whatever. It, yeah. He says that. Spielberg said that, too. Spielberg said that after. Um, that's like the Who's final tour. Yeah. <sighs> God damn it! They in 1984. Yeah, it should have ended. Yeah, their final tour. Yeah, 84. <laughs> I, I was there for that reason. Of course you were. Yeah. You're like, oh man, they're never going to tour again. Ten times they later. Should, yeah, no shit, right? Uh, yeah, uh, even if he only does. Well, Spielberg said he wasn't going to do any more movies after. Uh, 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 oh my God! Oh, oh Schindler's List. Yes, he yeah. said he wasn't going to do any movies after Schindler's List, and he didn't for like three or four years because it was so emotionally draining doing Schindler's List. Mm-hmm. And then what did he do? He went right back to making movies because he he has to. Yeah, Tarantino DNA. has to. Right. Uh, but you know, whatever. I hope so. Uh, um, take a break. It, uh, actually, that's kind of. I think that's going to be it for this week. It is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That was a good one. All right. Fine. I don't care. New All right, folks. Joe. Terms you need to Google: Carm Online, right? Virgin Galactic, Richard Branson, right. and and Al Bowers. And when they do, yeah, when they do their research, they might not really find exactly what how Al summed this up. They might not find that that guy arbitrarily, not arbitrarily, you, but you, but he they, all, it, all it was then, was a. Pa- it sounds like it was just a paper. Yeah, like it was a it was a research. It was a or a theory kind of paper right. or an article that he wrote. Pause. You know, just pausing in an argument. Hey, this might be the thing that it. Uh, right. You know, something like. You know, uh, you know, a hundred kilometers or something. Yeah, I was like going to mention so that's like, really like, cool. like the true astronauts, and that that's what the argument was in the right stuff too, with with Chuck Yeager and then piloting something. That's why you want to go up the F one hundred four and kind of do this. But you talk about an X fifteen. Th- those guys were the real. They were real astronauts. Let's say. I mean, learning how to fly because they weren't flying. They had these little, you know, the the uh, reactive uh, controls. Yeah, con- the control surfaces were like it was like the. The X, I've I've touched a little blast of things. We've yeah. seen them both in person at the uh, Neil Armstrong's record-setting one is in uh, the Air Force Museum in Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. I uh, reached out and touched it the last time I was there because there was nobody around, and I was like, I want to touch an X-15. And I was like, eh, and I touched so, the nose. But when I was there last, that thing wasn't even behind ropes. You could, you could go up and masturbate it's, on it if you wanted dude, to. Dude, it's barely behind ropes. It, oh, I was it? I didn't okay. have to lean over too much. I reached my hand out and went, eh. right. Yeah, it was, it was a velvet rope kind of thing. It was yeah. like... It was like a VIP rope. There was yeah. no bouncers around or anything like that. So, um, um, but rope, those guys, those guys that went up to the, you know that many thousands of, I don't know how I don't know what the X fifteen record is altitude record. Uh, I'm let's look that up. Real I'm quick looking the up people. the because I know Armstrong Neil Armstrong still holds the record for, and not a lot of people know that is they it know speed? that it's speed. Yeah, because okay. they did a high speed run from coast to coast and was like I think it was under it was under ninety minutes. 
In an X15? I th- I'm almost positive. I don't know if that's right. Speed record, 4,520 miles per hour. In the X15. Oh, that was that was uh, William J. Knight. He flew Mach 6.7 at an altitude of 102,100 feet. Okay, so that's 19.34 miles. Okay. Uh, what is the altitude record of the X-15? That's all I want to know. Record flight. Because he said he went up to... He Highest flight. Uh, let's see. Eight pilots flew above 264,000 feet or 50 miles. There you go. Which is what Al That's was what talking Al about. Said, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I wonder oh what, my the, God, what the ultimate one is. People are going, we don't care. Yeah, oh, no, I think now people are, they're on it. Okay. So the guys, they have, they have pressure suits. They, they know how to fly, plus they know how to operate a spacecraft. They know they're doing transient from controlling with ailerons and stuff, and they get high enough. Now they can't use those. They now, can't now they use got those. to use the reactive and system. Those guys are real fucking. They're, they're real pilots. Whatever the heck, heck that you want to call them. You know, it's just something. Pilot, astronaut, you got to combine it together. Uh, let's see. Dead air. Fastest. Dead I know. I'm sorry about the dead okay. air, folks. Okay. It's not something. Oh, the way. highest flight. Okay. okay. Uh, highest flight f- uh, for an X-15. For X-15 was uh, 67 miles, even 107.8 kilometers. All right, 67 miles. That was Joseph Walker. That was 1963. Oh, that's when I was born. Okay, uh, nineteen. Uh, was it on June fifteenth? No, it was not. It was on July nineteenth, nineteen sixty three. Oh, I was a, just a, a month old. You were still sucking on a teat. Yep. Uh, sixty seven. Is that what you said? Six, sixty. Oh, sixty seven miles. Yeah. Times five thousand two hundred eighty equals three hundred fifty three thousand seven hundred sixty feet. Okay, so here's the thing. That's higher than Richard Branson flew. Oh yeah. That's not by much, but it is. Oh, by a fair he, margin. He did, he did That's 67 miles. He did 50 miles. I thought he did 280,000 feet. Oh, oh, no. He did 200. No, never mind. I don't okay, know. Never mind. It was doesn't matter. still over 10 uh, miles less. He he did. God almighty, that's way up there. Jesus. You know what well, I want to do? Neil Armstrong only, only, <laughs> only went to 39.2 miles. Because he's from uh, Ohio. Yeah, that's it. Because he's from Ohio. He's like, I'm a little scared. It's like either. I can't he, see the corn. I, I can't see the corn anymore. <laughs> But then a couple years later, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't, fuck the corn. Let's go to the moon. And then he was like, right, right. he unfurled his big, fuck the corn. Let's go giant to the moon. Buckeye cock. You can have that in quotes. Fuck the corn. Let's go to the moon. Fuck the corn. Neil let's Armstrong. go to Neil Armstrong. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Could have said this. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, the, the speed record. Jesus Christ. That, the speed record blows my mind. In the X 15? Yes. Okay. Uh, hmm. No, it's not that fast. There's only two in existence that are on display. One in the Air Force Museum. Yep. What's the other one? And then uh, at the uh, National Air and Space Museum in D.C., which I've never been to. So, I've never been to, but my stepdad went there, uh, God, probably 20 years ago. And I was like, because I, I was living here, and my brothers, uh, they had the thing. We're in sixth grade. And, yeah, you go, and, you you go, go to D.C. I, I remember doing that. Yeah. Only the rich school district did that. It was like mm-hmm. one elementary school in my my you know uh, hometown did that, and it was Concord. For those, there's like three or four people that list. They're from Troy. Fuck the Concord kids, man. They always got everything. They had to, <laughs> the nicer school, the nicer gymnasium. They had fucking – their uh, dodgeballs were nicer than ours. 
So, but then like a couple years after I was like, well, I was thinking eighth grade, then they started doing it at all the elementary schools and they started going to, so my brothers got to go, okay. but my stepdad made a comment. He goes, uh, I was like, Oh, how was the, cause we all loved we'd like four or five times a year. We were just like, if we're bored, go to the air force museum. Sure. You guys, because it was cool. That was shit. lucky for you guys. Were lucky because the Air Force not even, was close. Not even fifteen minutes away. Like right. it's so close. So we just go there and like and like, give us ten bucks so we can watch a couple IMAX movies or whatever. And I was like, so uh, Tom, what'd you think? And he goes, eh, Air Force Museum is way better, and I don't have to drive <laughs> as far, and they have better food. And I'm like, you didn't you didn't like the food at the fucking Smithsonian? And he goes, eh, it's all right. Well, the Smithsonian's not known for it's not a Michelin you know restaurant. I know, I know. <laughs> It it should be though. He's like I would expect. I expected more from the national. Air, you know, I'm like, oh my god. Um, so they probably have. I know they lost a couple of X-15s in blow up accidents, and yes. stuff like that. So I wonder how uh, many un- unscheduled exist. rapid disassembly. Like, do, yeah, like does someone have one in their basement or something? Like they, they, <laughs> that would be kind of cool, you know, or so, weird. Yeah, there were only three built. And oh, there, so there was only one crash. Oh, okay, the one that yeah. exploded on the. Well, it kind of yeah. Wait, no, they had the one that exploded in the in the the cabin. So that was uh, Scott Crossfield, I believe. The the front blew off, you know, and and then yeah, uh, that was he, during a ground test. I'm sorry, that was during a ground test. There they were doing it a is. rocket test, and it boom, the nose blew off. But then someone landed pretty hard, and it broke. I wonder if they fixed that or if they if they lost one. Didn't one? I'm going off four different directions. Didn't one actually land and just tumble and just destroy? I something I th- happened terribly to one of them. I think. I and think maybe. Let's see. Look at the landing speed of the X-15, and then we're done. People. It lands on skids. Yes, it does. But it's it's because it's got short, stubby wings. It has to haul ass. Also, check this out. It's 50.9 feet, 50, 50 feet long, right? Which is the width of the door. You look at the door. That's, okay. that's how long it is. So, so it's the, 50 feet long. Not that long. Sure. It The wingspan is 22 feet. <laughs> People, it's a rocket with fucking stick and rudder. Right. Like, it's not even stick and rudder. It, well, I mean, it is. There is. There's that, is too. There, I yeah, there's a rocket with stick and rudder. But look is, up just one more thing, and then we're done. The landing speed of the X-15. Oh, my God. Because that's what matters. You're, you're coming in. You've got, you've got a... That's the hard part. I mean, hell, the, you know, World Trade Center pilots that crashed in, they, you know, they knew it was hard to land, so they just decided to hit buildings. Ooh. 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 Joe is Googling. I can't find the landing speed of it. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll do this after the show. Most aircraft make their final landing approach at under 200 miles per hour. The X-15, however, could start its approach at 20,000 feet and at supersonic speeds in excess of 1,500 miles per hour, radically different conditions than what most pilots ever experienced. Uh, Optimum touchdown speed is 720 miles per hour. (laughs) Jesus. That's right at about the speed of sound you're touching down. Yeah, what is it, 767 at sea level? Is that the speed of sound? Yeah, somewhere there. So it's... That's so why when you watch a video of it, I mean, it's it's you can tell it's hauling ass. It's pretty cool. It's it, and it, 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 folks, if you ever get a chance to see one in pictures or in the museum, make sure if you think just think X fifteen and go. A dude sat in there in the early sixties, yeah, and and that the 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 record the speed record is still held from nineteen sixty seven. And the little small it, side windows and lands this. You can't even. It's not even a big windscreen. Oh, also, it doesn't land with wheels. Yeah, it lands skids. on skids that are it's meant to 700 be 700 miles an hour, and they're meant to be replaced every time it lands. I love that shit. I like all that stuff makes you just so, want to get hard. So that's uh, those guys deserve like things like astronaut wings. Absolutely. Well, I, the cockpit's kind of small though. Where do they put their balls? 
because their balls would be <laughs> have to be. You know what I'm saying? How I wonder. That... I need you to in seri- in all seriousness. The next time you see Mr. Bowers in person, yeah, be like, look. So in all your research and all that, like, where do they put their giant balls? <laughs> and I I know that he will have a funny fucking retort. <laughs> all right. With that, I think we're That's done. It. We're done. All right, folks. Have a good one. Bye. Aviation.